Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Welcome back to another episode. We, uh, well, okay, so complete disclosure with this. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how uncomfortable doing shows where it's just me sitting alone with a microphone in front of me are. I have I have no idea what I'm doing in these situations. I don't like it. it, it like I said, it's uncomfortable, so complete disclosure that's where i'm at in my discomfort it's another chaotic uh uh, yeah uncomfortable is another good word to describe what my week has been too with a new baby in the house and trying to figure out how to make the schedule of doing a podcast and um lending the proper amount of family time into that today is well i'm recording this at the very end um actually almost the beginning of the next day so it was mother's day um so we had all kinds of stuff going on with that obviously so uh yeah the chaos is a real real thing in my life but um i'm here and you're here and that's all that is important we're going to talk about a lot of things that are that are happening this week we uh we're getting back to some kind of normal i think uh well we'll talk about it first that we need to you know what we need to do yeah we need to we need to drink some beer we need to uh, you know put the put the the brew in brewcast i don't know i'm drinking a hefeweizen hefeweizen um i have a I mean, a, a, an unusual high number of them in my fridge right now, which is a fun thing. I guess they've become more popular again around town. I've got um, the newest one would be the German Hefeweizen, Hefeweizen from um, High Grain Brewing Company. Uh, I've got a couple 16 ounce cans left in there from them. I have almost a full six pack that I haven't really dove into yet. I think my wife cracked into um, one of them the other night of West Side's Hefeweizen. And then I have um, a bunch of this one, which is Saunders, their summer version of their German wheat. Not really a series. They do two beers. So this is Schwester, the sister. They have... Um, in the winter time or in the winter half of the year, they do Bruder, which is the brother. Um, it's a Dunkelweizen, so a dark wheat beer, a dark wheat German wheat beer. And Schwester is the uh, the regular um, light German wheat beer. So I'm drinking that one tonight. It sounded appropriate. It sounded good. Um and and I, I don't know the hard part about doing solo shows is now i have to drink it while you guys are listening to dead air so give me a second yes it is every bit as good as i remember it being um when i pour this in a glass it i'm going to try to put this in a way that doesn't make it sound not appetizing it's almost like a a dirty kind of smell, like an earthy kind of, I guess earthy is probably a better way to put it than dirty. When you pour it in there, you get a real like heavy kind of, uh, the clove comes out really heavy for me. And um, that, that, that yeast profile, I guess, from the, uh, the Hefeweizen comes out really, really strong. And uh, after it kind of sits in the glass, it gets more floral and uh, 
now you get some more of that spice profile going on but this is a beer that uh is perfect for a lot of different situations if i find myself sitting out um on the patio in the sun this beer is is fantastic there but if i find myself like i am tonight hold up in the basement um, it's a little chilly down here it's been a rainy uh stormy day this just this fits into that really well also it's a, a really really good beer um i love that not just um speaking of sonder but that we're seeing these beers more frequently um sonder specifically doing it um with a year-round kind of pair of beers is just awesome for uh anybody who's a fan of the style comes in at five and a half percent it's good and easy drinking but still kind of uh fills itself out a little bit it's not too light uh there's a lot of lighter things being done right now which have their place oh excuse me no sleep this week sorry um there's you know plenty of of light be them low calorie or healthier options that are um, popular right now and this is not that this is a high calorie beer but it's a full big bodied beer that um, doesn't apologize for that it owns it and um yeah it's delicious so get out there and try that um from the beer fridge fridge is not as exciting when it's just me as it is when i have somebody else here talking to me so sorry <laughs> i don't know what to tell you um what i really want to talk about this week and this obviously for um the reasons uh, that i've told you is possibly going to be a uh, shorter episode of the brewcast so that i'm not sitting here boring you just with myself um we will get back to kind of a normal schedule next week i have fretboard coming on and we're going to talk about them fretboard um, finally is getting uh, vlad put into cans which um is a pilsner another uh, we'll probably talk about it a little bit with them but kind of on that same vein of a good traditional german style that kind of gives the middle finger to what is uh trendy oh well maybe it doesn't maybe it is what is trendy but um you know the 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 modern new england styles and stuff like that that have become so uh so popular lately it isn't that at all it's something that is old and something that is beloved by so many people um has been bastardized in this country horribly um, and they have a really fantastic version of it, medal winning, and it's finally going to get into six packs. Um, priced really awesome too at eight ninety nine instead of nine ninety nine, so I'm happy about that. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about all that next week when we talk to uh, to the guys from Fretboard. So I won't get uh, too deep down that rabbit hole, but um, we will get back to normal. That's I guess the uh, well, I guess that's the whole theme of the show, isn't it? <laughs> um, I guess everybody at this point, anybody who's a diehard craft beer fan, which if you're listening to the show, I assume you are, um, you heard the, uh, the press conference that tells us that places are going to start opening in some kind of limited capacity starting, I mean, depending on when you're listening to this, this week, the, uh, the 15th, um, of May, depending again, when you're listening to this. And that's kind of a weird thing that I've been trying to wrap my head around for the last couple of days. I've talked to a few different places trying to understand 
what they're doing or what they're not doing and, and why. And there's a whole lot of different thoughts kind of surrounding this that I I want to share my opinions on and hopefully get the, uh, the discussion with you guys going. Um, obviously, I, I think it's obvious. I think we all kind of are in the same boat that we are pretty sick of being stuck in our houses. We are all more than uh, we are all very eager to be sitting in a bar and drinking a beer. But and there is a but with this. Uh, the fear is still real of what does getting back out there mean? Is this something that is going to flare up again if we all start trying to go back to normal? Can we exist in any kind of normal fashion in a business like a brewery tap room? Um, how can you create that environment that is why we go to a brewery's tap room and still be safe and still... Um, abide by all the, the rules that are out there. And I don't know the answer to that, but I know there's been a lot of people trying to figure that out. There are some places that right away uh, made their opinion known, said, hey, we're opening uh, the 15th. Here we are. Come back. And uh, I can't fault people for that. I There's a big part of me that respects that a lot and I like seeing it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel a little more, um, normal again, which is something I, you know, and maybe I'm in a, a different position than a lot of people because my normal has been not only turned upside down with, uh, the, the coronavirus, but it's been completely flipped upside down, turned inside out and kicked around a little bit with the addition of, uh, a new baby in the middle of that too. So, Maybe it's a little different. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. Um, but I'm definitely eager to exist in in that world again somehow. Again, not that I'm going to be able to go anywhere, but I'm ready for that world to exist and that option to exist. Uh, fretboard. I'm sorry, not fretboard. Uh, Fig Leaf and March 1st, um, I know, are two places that have said yes we're we're opening up on the 15th i think they're opening at midnight and kicking things off in a, you know they're uh in a bold fashion we'll say again i cannot fault people for that and i there's a big part of me that respects it there are other places that are being way more conservative about it um and trying to put a lot more um uh, uh more time and see, I don't want to make it sound bad. Places like Madtree are saying that they are definitely not opening, um, but they are going to start putting a lot of thought into when they open and how they open and what that really means for them as a, as a business. And that's also something that I respect and appreciate and like seeing so i i don't know i don't know what i don't know what is right i don't know what i expect places to be doing i don't i don't know if i don't know if it's fair for me to expect anything there are some businesses that i know can keep existing in this world just fine the way things are and are comfortable and not that they're not eager for things to go to get back to some kind of normalcy, but 
um, are, are existing in this world and have figured out a way to make that make sense for them. There are other places that I know are scared and nervous and I, I don't know how comfortable they are with the way things, not that anybody's comfortable with it, but I don't know that not everybody's in the same boat with this. And so when we talk about places reopening, there are some places that need to have people in that tap room sooner than other places might be willing to do it. So uh, I can't fault anybody for anything. And I don't even really know how I feel about it. Um, and, and keep in mind with this also, when I say coming back into some kind of normalcy, the 15th is not people coming into tap rooms. That is people coming onto patios to drink um, outdoor only. And then a week, uh, a week after that, the 20, I guess the 21st um, is when indoor dining and drinking options will open back up. But that in itself, there's a lot of guidelines with that of how of social distancing and whatnot. And even that becomes different for different places. If you're um, a big space, um, like a, like a Madri or something like that, you have more floor space to work with and social distancing is easier than if you're a Fibonacci or if you're, you know, a smaller place like that, that does not have the room to welcome a bunch of people into their tap room and to be able to keep people safe and distanced. And, um, it's, it becomes really complicated then even, even with on that, within that of, yes, it's time to, um, or not that it's time that you're able to start, uh, opening back up, but can you, and if you can, what does that look like? And how do you, how do you make that make sense? You throw the whole restaurant piece into this and it opens a whole other can of worms of, um, reopening and restarting that that machine there is inventory that needs bought there's a lot of money that needs dumped into that um, to people for people to to run that restaurant side of things you have to have them in there if this thing starts up and then is forced or forces itself to then shut down again what does that mean it's there's just there's so so many different factors to it that um has got to be difficult and um it's uh it's the whole thing's unprecedented and i don't think that anybody knows how to how to wade through these waters but you're you're forced to you have to we we have to keep you know moving forward somehow and um i don't know so that's that's the uh the latest in your world of coronavirus here on Cincy Brewcast. It's not all doom and gloom though. Um the, the world is the world is still happy. This is still beer and I think that's important to note. It just as it seems like we're trapped inside this world where at any minute it could all tear itself apart you you start to see these um these little flashes of uh, of a reminder i guess of of what got us into all of this and what makes it 
so much fun and so exciting and so um, different than any other um, industry you can be a part of, any other hobby you can be a part of, any any other experience that you can be a part of. It's it's craft beer. Like you can still um, you can be in the middle of a, a, a shutdown from a pandemic like this, and you can have a local brewery, Fifty West, who opens up their their burger bar in the middle of this, and you can you know use your social distancing practices, pull up to a, a drive through get um, a, a crowler of beer and some burgers and some root beer and go with your family and um, find a nice sunny place to park and eat and be together and remember that this is these are the experiences that the this brewery is still able to provide to you even though the world around you is just shutting down, is shut down and non-existent. Like it's, I don't know. There's still like, there's, there's these flashes within all of this that, um, remind me why this is so much fun. You can, um, this, this weekend going into mother's day, we, um, we needed to restock the fridge and getting that, you know, getting on, 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 the website and ordering beer from Fibonacci and having Betty pull up within an hour and deliver, you know, a, a box of beer to your door and to get that again, that, that reminder, that, uh, that flash of maybe it's a flash of normalcy, but that flash of the connection and the, uh, that, that thing that, you know, we just were, were so deprived of through all of this. Um, it's not all bad. It can still feel good, even though um, things aren't necessarily good right now. Um, I don't know. There, it's again. There, there's, there's those moments within this. The uh, the people reaching out to help each other. The uh, the col- the collaboration beers. The all in it together. The whatever it's called. The uh, the worldwide collaboration, trying to help people within the service industry. You know, everybody's getting together and making this beer. Um, Streetside, I know, has a can release of it coming out soon. Um, it just, it's, it's good in the middle of this world that shouldn't be good. There, it's still there. There's, there's happiness. There's smiles. There's new beers being released. There's people getting together in virtual happy hours and sharing beer and talking about beer. There's, there's this show for me, you know, I can get, um, I, I can jump on a, on a phone call, a quote unquote, a phone call, a zoom call or whatever I'm doing, Skype and still talk to these people that are in the middle of this thing that they never anticipated that 100% they don't want to be happening right now. And it's still smiles. It's still excitement. It's still new beers being brewed. And, uh, that, that connection for me is again, it's happy. It feels good. It's uh, unexpected in the middle of all of this, or maybe it's, Maybe it is expected when you think about this industry and um, and what it it really is. You know, maybe maybe it shouldn't be surprising that um, we get that when uh, when I guess you know we, we probably shouldn't when you really 
draw a picture of everything that's happening. So I guess important things to note this week, uh, things are opening back up. I'm not going to say things are getting back to normal because they're definitely not, but things are opening back up. We are starting to shift into a different direction in what this world has been for the last couple months. I don't know what that means for what things are going to look like in a couple weeks from now. Um, but there's something happening and things are shifting. So, um, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about it. Um, let me know either comment on wherever you see that the show is posted. Shoot me an email. You can always email me at cincybrewcast at gmail.com. You can call the drunk line five, six, seven, 70 drink and uh, comment there. Um, just let me know kind of how you're feeling about all of this because, um, the other downside of being socially isolated from everybody is that it's really hard to, um, to get feelers for, for what other people are going through and other people are experiencing because I don't get those moments where we're sitting in a bar and just shooting the shit about what's going on. You know, it's something that is such a normal part of my normal life that just doesn't exist anymore. And it's a very strange thing to kind of, um, to deal with, especially when you're, when you're going through something like, not that I'm going through it, but when you have something going on like this pandemic, um, it's one of those times where you just want to sit down at a bar and talk to somebody about it and um, kind of connect with people that way. And that doesn't really exist right now. I, I recognize that we can get a little bit of that from um, listening to podcasts like this one or other ones that are around um, doing your, your virtual happy hours, that kind of thing, uh, talking to friends via text message or, or whatever, but it's just not it's not the same. And, uh, I don't know. I definitely, uh, I'm definitely missing that, that bit of social interaction, especially with again, new baby, uh, just, I could use a break and have a beer, even if it was, you know, a quick half hour break where I'm just walking in, sitting at a bar, drinking a beer, taking a breath, um, buying a, uh, a crowler or howler and turning around and heading back home. It's just, it's uh it's nonstop right now. And it's not, uh, it's not always fun. Oh, dear God. As you can tell by me yawning in the middle of a, a podcast, I'm sorry to yawn in your ear, but, uh, sleep is weird. We, uh, we exist in this alternate, uh, time frame now. I, we, tend to go to bed at like 2 a.m. now, 2, 3 in the morning and sleep in. Uh, my poor three-year-old is um, confused <laughs> and lives. She's trying desperately to stay on a normal schedule and her parents are walking zombies. Nobody uh, nobody prepares you for this shit. That's, uh, that's for sure, but she's being a trooper, I guess. She's a good big sister, and uh, the baby's a good baby, so at the end of the day, I really shouldn't complain about anything, but it's a, it's a podcast, and I'm alone, so you're going to get my complaints, you're going to get uh, my rambling, 
all of that. I should probably open up another beer. Um, I can probably drink this very quickly and edit out me drinking it and then open another beer so we have something else to talk about before I wrap up the show. Ooh, I do have a fun one. Uh, Hang on, let me drink this really quick through the magic of podcasting. I have to tell you, I'm really excited to... uh, to crack into another one of these and, and talk about it as much as I can. Again, it's much more fun when I have somebody on the show that actually can fill in some of the blanks on some of these beers when we're drinking them. But you got to do what you got to do, um, especially, um, yeah, especially in a time like this, I guess, in times like these with viruses and babies and, um, Urban Artifact, this is their uh, stone fruit compote a la mode, uh, brewed with black cherries, nectarines, and vanilla beans. This is one of their Epicurean releases uh, from this year, from this last month, I guess. If I had the notes in front of me, I could tell you when exactly, but I don't, so we're just going to pour it. Um, I have drank a couple of these already, and I really, really enjoy this beer. Uh, definitely a dessert like beer. Um, it is a deep kind of red color from the, uh, the cherries, but it's not a uh, cherry first beer necessarily. I mean, there's definitely a lot of cherry flavor going on, but the nectarines stand out very, uh, very strong also, which I didn't know a lot about nectarines. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say that, but, um, they're evidently, and maybe you know this already, they're just little, they're, they're peaches, but not peaches. Some kind of genetic mutation. They just don't get the fuzz. And some people say the flavor is different. Some people say it isn't. I, I don't know. I'm not a, not, not a peach kind of guy normally. Uh, I don't eat a lot of peaches. I just drink my peaches, I guess, when, uh, when Urban Artifact makes beers with peaches. Um, but yeah, this this beer definitely has a very strong, uh, very strong peach aroma to it, um, and uh, I, I was not expecting that when I got it because I didn't know that nectarines were peaches. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, send me your emails and make fun of me. Um, but the uh, the vanilla rounds it out and really really makes this very. Uh, very desserty, like it's um, really, 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 really smooth and kind of creamy. And hang on, let me taste it, and I'll tell you more. Yeah, it's smooth, creamy, dessert-like. Um, really, really good. Almost like a yeah, like a piece of pie with uh, not necessarily ice cream with it, um, but definitely that 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 vanilla kind of flavor kind of blends to some ice cream-ish notes, but um like a piece of pie it's so freaking good i the the epicurean releases that urban artifact has done kind of range everywhere from really desserty things like this to really savory kind of um oddball beers that you don't expect and they're all uh really unique and delicious they the thing that's fun is that it's not always um it's not always like a, there's a lot of trendy things right now with um, milkshake beers and stuff like that and trying to get these really sweet kind of things to, to, to please that side of people's palates. And Urban is not doing that with their Epicurean stuff. They 
they go all over the board with it and it's all just these these food inspired beers um not necessarily dessert inspired which is uh i don't know something that i think i appreciate a little bit um i'm not always a, a sweet tooth and i like the the more savory kind of things a lot so um, I've been been very happy with the uh, the Epicurean series, and I'm excited to see some of the stuff that's upcoming. They uh, have, I, I believe they've they've kind of started to drop some hints about the this year's pickle um, and a pickle pack that I'm hearing about and things like that. Um, so there's there's some fun stuff coming up that uh, kind of takes you down the uh, the Epicurean road with uh, with Urban. So. Keep your eyes open for that. That about, yeah, that about does it for the show. That uh, puts us at a, a nice little half hour-ish episode. So I'm sorry that I was alone. I'm sorry that I rambled. I'm sorry that I yawned in your ear several times. Uh, I'm sorry that I had to cheat and edit silence out so I could go grab another beer. Um, I shouldn't be apologizing. It is it is what it is. This is my life. And you guys are here for the ride i guess i don't know we'll get back to normal i promise in everything that is definitely the motto of the show and in my my podcasting we'll get back to normal in our drinking we'll get back to normal in our brewery existence we'll uh get back to normal soon so everybody stay safe if you like the show and you want to help support the show uh, you don't have to, but I appreciate it when you do. So go to the gnarly slash support to do that. And um, if you like watching video content instead of listening to podcasts, I do have an Instagram show that exists. It's a very short show each week on Thursdays in the evening sometime. Um, just little beer tasting notes. I do one a week. There's that, and uh, Drinking with the Gnome is another podcast that is sporadically uh, posted where we talk about booze and wine and things like that. So if you uh, like drinking other things other than beer, subscribe to that show. Um, Most importantly, just tell somebody that you know would like this show about this show because that's how it keeps growing, and it has been uh, doing amazing through all of this, and... Uh, I'm blown away that you guys like listening to this. <laughs> it's complete chaos. That <laughs> is my life. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Sensi Brewcast. You know how it goes. It's the voice of Sensi Craft.